This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. We'd like to welcome you to Dunedin Multicultural Council live on air on Otago Access Radio 105.4, your Peter Kesher Arts and Culture Program. I've got a special guest in the studio again, who we had earlier on last year, um, Mike Jenkins. And uh, we're going to do something a little bit different here. We don't usually jam on the radio, on podcasts, but uh, we are this time. And um, talk about the song we're jamming on that Mike has written. Anyway, hope you enjoy the program. Have a listen. Shadows on the wall, warm and bright. 
what you're hearing is live and direct. Me and Mike just jamming. First time we've actually played that song together, live in the studio, or even live. <laughs> live alive. Live, live, um, live. Yeah. So, what's the name of that composition we just played there, Mike? It's called Landing Light. But you know, it's like you have a landing at home when you're sort of at the top of the stairs, just where everybody meets when they come out of the bedrooms. That's called a, in England. That was called a landing. Like I don't know why, but that's that's the word, because you don't have many second story. Maybe you don't have landings here, but when the baby or when the the boy or the girl was asleep at night, um, everybody else is still up, and the darkness is in the room, and then when you feel a little bit frightened alone, the landing light gives you comfort to oh, uh, right, yeah. to give you some sense that there's someone else in the house, someone else alive. Yeah. And your dad's voice and your mum's voice, so it's like, but it's almost like a landing strip too, you know. Yeah. Where, when you when you actually take off and go to heaven, there's a landing strip <laughs> waiting for you <laughs> to land on one day. <laughs> and it's nice to think that when it gets difficult, you've got place to land. Yeah. When your spirit wants to land, you know, or has to land because you've got no body mo- to live in anymore. So when did you actually write the song? When did you? Oh, years and years ago. Yeah, I mean, 20 years ago. But it's just about sort of... It just keeps on coming up because people yeah. say, well, what's that song about? And do that one again. And, yeah. But um, it's it's probably... Everybody's got a little child inside them who feel like a little bit lost and a little bit understanding of what they used to go through when they were a kid. But we can't actually yeah. get in touch with it. We can't uh, recognise that little child's desire to have warmth and freedom and truth and love and there's such a lot of um, fearful things that happen in the shadows that uh, we want there to be a safe place to land one day and I think Jesus is a great place to land because he took it and made it and did it but um, everybody's got to find their own way to land in the truth you know Hmm. And he said he was the truth, not he said the truth. He said he was the truth. So it gets a bit nitty gritty when people say, well, actually, you know, you didn't actually say that you spoke the truth. You said you were the truth. Come down to to give us some life in this body, in this dimension or whatever we call it. But I found he's the only one that I can trust, really. Man will always let you down, but God won't. Mm. But it's, it's difficult when man translates to, to flesh and says that I'm going to I'm going to go and be like you to show you that it can be done to go through this gate this valley of the shadow and when he did that people had to decide is this is this really him or are we waiting for someone else or is it a god or a messiah or a demon or an angel everyone's got to make their own choice mm. and, and so you, the song that you wrote I mean, the songs that you write, are they in that vein, in the spiritual um, vein, the ones that you're doing at the moment? Well, I I can't get away from the fact that uh, every time you open your eyes in the morning, it's like a little miracle that you wake up. And um, you can talk about the weather, you can talk about your relationship or your night last night or the night and the weekend or your plastic thing you're going to buy in the weekend to mow the lawn with. Mm. There's loads of things you can talk about, but at the end people want to know the deeper stuff and they're very frightened to figure it out because it separates you from a lot of people. If you say, well, listen, I believe in this group, 
And everyone says, OK, we don't like you then. <laughs> we, want to, we want to be with another group of red, red hats or blue hats or green hats. So sometimes you just don't even want to put your foot down in any particular camp mm. because people will reject you. So oh, hmm, I don't know about that. Whether people, I mean, uh, uh, when, as people as artists, they're going to expect people to reject them, but there's also the people that accept them, that will listen to it, or they actually learn from it and actually gain something from what you've um, created. And I suppose it's like that for all artists. Very but, true. Um, Very true. And, um, but um, I suppose the main thing for me is that, I mean, if you're happy with it, if I'm happy with something I've written, you can't do any more than that if you just put your best into it and use your um, talents that you've got for whatever you want. And, and it's the intention, intention behind it too, your music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's something I was thinking about too, um, because we've done a few songs together, is the tuning that you're using on the guitar. Isn't it like an open tuning? Yeah, it's like somebody said to me about uh, frequencies and tunings to certain frequencies and that the body loves, like plants, they love certain frequencies too. They they all have this frequency. And when we sing and connect with other people's bodies and ears and vibrations in a way that fits with them, they go, I really like that sound. You know, like if you listen to a chainsaw all day long, you (laughs) go nuts because the frequency really irritates you. I mean, it does me anyway. But a bird singing can really cheer you up because it makes you think, oh, that's something that is beautiful and harmonious. And lo-. But, you know, you have a budgie in your, in your living room. I had a budgie in an ambulance once. I was living in a very small box ambulance, and I had this budgie called Charlie. Yeah. And every time I started writing a song, it would cha- he would challenge me because he didn't like my notes because it was challenging him as a as a create creature yeah. so every time i sang or played the guitar he's like <laughs> and it was like an argument then and i was like charlie you're not being very harmonious with me today <laughs> and then he'd get he'd wake me up in the morning by pecking my eyeballs just like no, no, <laughs> gen- gen- gently eyelids probably oh, eyelids, eyelids. But that's a better word yeah but uh it was i've learned now that through uh, four 32 hertz um, it, with an A string gets you in a place that's much more interesting for humans to listen to. And the reason why it was shifted to 440 was to sort of mechanize it, organize it, control it, put it into a box for machines and for you know, phones and for everything else, or orchestra tunings, and everybody has to have boxes and, and machines. It was locked in at 440, which, by the way, came from the Nazi regime. Mm. By the way, um, the tuning we're using at the moment that we were playing, that we're jamming on, is we're actually tuned to 432 hertz. Um, some know it as like the Earth frequency, 432. Is, um, well, if you don't know all instruments now, modern instruments and tunings are at 440 hertz. Um, I noticed that, I mean, like I was talking to a friend of mine who plays the Dunedin Symphony Orchestra, who was saying um, 19th century composers that were using a different frequency for tuning. I'm not sure it was 432, but um, he'd played with stuff written by Bach that was in 432 because that was the tuning back then with orchestras. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cold. Oh, 
Come down to the Kensington by the Oval. Sorry, I mean, come down to the Oval by the Kensington. We have soup. We have cheese rolls. And we all love cheese rolls. We have sandwiches. We have coffee, tea, Milo with sugar to your preference. Best part of it all, it's all free. Three sugars, four, five. No, we don't do five. Coffee, okay. one sugar. Two sugars, sorry. Caravan. Open every Sunday, 9am to 12pm. Rain, hail or shine. Look for us on Facebook. The Caravan. Well, Joseph Haydn, he would tune his whole orchestra. He called it the Creation Orchestra. He like, he believed in God too, mm. but he, he tuned his whole orchestra to his heart. <laughs> <laughs> he would get the, the violin, the, the head violin guy, and yeah. he would... He would draw the violin till it resonated with his heart. And that was the tuning for the whole orchestra. And so they all played connected to his, um, connected to his heart because he had a heart after interpreting the, wo- the music he was getting yeah. in the spirit. Yeah. So when we, when, we, when we listen to stuff that makes you... I mean, if you listen to um, a dripping tap, it drives you nuts after about two minutes because your mm. mind is going... This is not changing and it's getting, you know, it's really annoying. Mm. But if something's like a, a brush, a tree against the window and the wind, that puts you to sleep because mm. it's, it gives you the sense of movement, of freedom, of truth. I mean, a dripping tap or a, one of those tick, 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 tick things that makes you irritated. You know, if you sit next to someone who's got an earphones on, you can't mm. hear the music. All you hear is tick. Tick, tick, and after about a minute, you go nuts and you want to move seats because <laughs> you don't know what they're playing. You can just hear this annoying little little trick. Tick. Yeah. But I think in frequencies, because we are all vibrating atoms moving around each other, sort of producing sounds and producing atmospheres and, and uh, you know, places we f- that we make comfortable places where we vibrate together. Like you go to a concert and everybody sits there and vibrates to the music and the, the vibe and the energy and the people and the fun. A gunman comes in there and everybody changes the energy in a, in a moment. Something goes bang and you oh, that's yeah. death. Anyway, Run. I'm still getting back to the tuning on your guitar. Because, <laughs> right. I mean, I noticed that um, you played the, um, that tuning a few times in the studio and it's kind of like an open D. Mm. You're using D as the... Yeah. And... Um, um, the song you played before was like a D minor, D minor nine suspended sort of chord. I think it was an H dismantled actually. <laughs> and then we kind of went into a majory mode for a while, in, in the second part or the refrain, or whatever of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I noticed he did another song that had similar chords as that. Yeah, because yeah. I, I get bored of playing a certain way and then I change the tuning and write a whole load of songs in a different tuning right. and then I forget the tuning so I oh, can't okay. write the songs I can't remember the songs anymore but yeah. that one I do remember because it was like uh, I wrote a lot, uh, quite a lot of songs connected to that that's why sometimes they sound similar if you've written, written them the same yeah. but this, this is why I met Pete so that he could make some of the songs sound different that I write I think he... Um we met in a garden. I think I told you about <laughs> yeah. it a couple of months ago. No, six months ago now. Yeah. I'd finished someone's window in there and got stuck with a car. Uh, couldn't couldn't start the battery. And Pete turned up, 
and uh, helped me get going. And then we started talking about music and bands. I played him a song, and then we ended up doing this this radio program actually yeah. six months ago. That's right. And now we've been recording for about six months, which is really yeah. it's probably the best sound I think I've found in most probably yet. I think what Mike was saying earlier on that you know when he met me, it uh, 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 changed his sound. Or, but I think whenever you pass your music on to someone else, you got to expect it to change mm. because they they're adding, they're putting their. And that's the beauty yeah, because thinking, yeah, that's right. When you don't you don't get ste- people. you don't get sterile, yeah. and you don't get like some people they play all the instruments. And it sounds just like them, them, and them, and them. Yeah. And it gets boring because they're sitting there. It's like, it's like uh, loopers. They're yeah. okay for one song, but if you play the looper too long, <laughs> you go, hang on, this is uh, our bodies go, yes, I know that. But they want, they, uh, we want to constantly be entertained and changed and listen to new, new things. But, you know, it's, it's trying to do that with other people that are empathetic with the sound that you want and the meaning that you've got. Yeah. And, so, and you need other people to interpret that. Anyway, that's that's. I like playing with bands and other people because it bounces to other people's conscience and sight, you know, whatever, and they feed it back to you with what they see it as. And when it's when it's the same ideas and similar ideas, you get a great um, synergy of 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 sounds and of frequencies yeah. and that's what heaven is going to be about people connecting you know with each other i mean if there's any christians out there going that sounds a bit new age yeah but the new age got a lot of the stuff right but they didn't get jesus right because he's the boss he's the middle he's the whole thing but the Christians have lost all the wonder and the, the, the mystery and the, the amazing stuff because they're frightened of it. They're frightened of what they, they're going to get into, how they're going to fall over if they did the wrong thing. I mean, God says, look, I'm giving you freedom to choose. Take it. Give, get what I've given to you and give it back to me and, and share it. And, and that's what you're going to be doing forever. Not sitting there in a box playing a viol- playing a harp for about twenty million years. <laughs> I hope not. Anyway, because I'm not going there if it is. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, music. It's funny. Um, I'm playing so many different types of music, but um, it always makes me happy. I suppose because it's my. Um, Go to place. Well, it's my gift as well. Mm. That's what, um, and um, I think um, a good thing for mental health. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah. Is um, if you're not doing what you're, you're doing, things that have been gifted to you, or everyone has a gift, then you're um, not looking after yourself, and it's, you usually run, run into problems when you're not. Mm. So you say to people, um, "Go well, well, I'm not good at, at playing music. I'm not a musician." And I say, "Well, you will, well, that's not your gift." Maybe it's in writing, painting, exercise, I don't know. Yeah, baking. Baking, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Climbing. Um, but everyone has one. And you probably everyone probably has more than one. But we actually don't often recognise our own gift and mm. we shove it down thinking we've got to be a computer, a computer uh, you know, a call centre computer person which drives you nuts. But when that person should be like singing and yeah. and playing to people, but they've never got the encouragement to do it. Yeah. It's not saying there's anything bad, bad about te- phone phone centres, but they must get so much abuse. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I wouldn't like, I'd hate to work in a call centre. Have a little a chart of information you've got to tell people every time, and if they shout, you call the manager. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think I'd do any well on the call centre. No. <laughs> I'd be fired in the first day, yes. I think. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But then, you know, that's the whole thing. Some people are really good at that, and they need... I mean, the days of, of phoning someone and speaking to a real person is gone. Yeah. It's too much money to, for them to spend on that stuff. Well, we'll probably come up to the end of our time, but... Do you want to do one of your songs? I'll, I'll play along with you. Choose okay. a song that we've done. Um, how about... Uh... What's the name of the song, Mike? Uh, London Underground. Oh, London, London Underground. Okay, the two. Okay, here we go. See if I can remember it. Hey, thanks for, listen- for listening. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. I was with Mike Jenkins, and we- this is uh, Dunedin Multicultural Council live on air. Hope you enjoyed our program. Thanks, Mike, for being with us. Oh, it's a pleasure. Always a pleasure. 
look after yourselves. Catch you next time. This podcast was produced by Peter Keisha Music. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.